0: Hello and welcome back to Closet Casualty, the podcast where I take a dive into everything alternative fashion. I'm your host, Kit Jervet, and today we'll be talking about the differences between subcultures. I've met a lot of different people in my life who believe there are or aren't separate subcultures to alternative fashion. Those who say they are probably wouldn't be able to name all of them on one hand, and those who say there aren't just seem to think everything falls under the alt umbrella. I'll get into the better-known ones in this episode, along with some honorable mentions. Most people with knowledge of alternative fashion have definitely heard of what I would call the top five alt styles. They're goth, emo, punk, grunge, and metal. And of course, they can be broken down further into even smaller subcultures. Many of them are also amalgamations of each other, pulling inspiration, but I will focus on the general idea of each one for now goth style is exactly what it means it's gothic just like gothic novels and art it's rooted in dark romanticism goth draws from medieval edwardian and victorian styles while bringing them into the modern day they wear a lot of black with lace or mesh accents for women this tends to entail long dresses with many ruffle and lace layers with makeup They wear a lot of white face paint with dramatic eyeliner and eyeshadow. Many goths have a very monochromatic look. There's a lot of existentialism present in the goth community, which means they tend to believe in being responsible for creating their own purpose in life. The style was created from the music genre. You don't need to dress goth to be goth, but we're talking about the style. Metal fashion can also be credited to its respective music genre. This style features a lot of leather, denim, and band tees. Many metal fans wear vests full of pins and patches, usually display- displaying band logos and imagery. A lot of combat boots, studded accessories, and camo are also present in heavy metal fashion. They draw from other subcultures like the biker or rock style while adding their own twist. For men, they tend to have longer hair to pair with the clothing style. While you see longer hair in people in the metal subculture, punk is another subculture known for interesting hairstyles, and along with leather and studded accessories. It's one of the many well-known fashion movements with a strong statement against mainstream trends. The styles started as something to rebel against materialism in pop culture at the time, and they tend to keep their hair short and spiky with an intentional unkempt look to defy the social norms or keep it shaved down at a buzzcat to do the exact same thing. (laughs) The fashion includes a lot of rips and holes in jeans along with leather, denim, and band tees with a focus on DIY accessories. Many punks may paint their clothes with spray paint, wear dog collars complete with chains and studs, or have multiple face piercings, which are very common in this style, along with tattoos and body modifications. A lot of the clothing pieces may be secondhand and generally worn down a bit. This mirrors the beginnings of punk fashion where most pieces were thrifted or found to save costs or to defy social norms. Though other alternative styles tend to rebel against pop culture trends, punk is a style that is completely purposeful in standing out goth, metal, and punk all started out in the 60s and 70s, but new all-fashion trends started emerging following them in the 90s and 2000s. One of those trends is the emo style. Emo fashion also started out through its respective music genre and developed into a fashion style over time. It's characterized by black skinny jeans, heavy eyeliner, tight band teeds, and studded accessories. A lot of studded belts, bracelets, and piercings are present in this style, while many emos wear their hair in pin-straight, jet-black styles, sometimes with side bangs hovering half their face. The subculture was associated with social isolation, angst, sadness, and being introverted, thus the name emo for emotional, but that doesn't mean that it was very well received by pop culture. It originated within the punk subcultures, but split off into its own genre. Grunge also rose to popularity within the music subculture and became its own style. Grunge is kind of a subversion of the typical alt style, sporting more normal everyday clothes with some twists. A lot of the pieces in this style are oversized with holes and rips and are typically secondhand. Kurt Cobain, a member of the band Nirvana, sported this style frequently and kept his hair somewhat long and unkempt. He was one of the biggest influences in grunge fashion's rise to popularity. While men wearing this style would often dress similarly to Cobain, most women had their own twist on grunge fashion. These women would wear traditionally feminine silhouettes, with a lot of them wearing low-cut dresses with ripped tights underneath. This was paired with heavy and messy makeup with cardigans only sometimes. Women sporting this style would also sometimes bleach their hair and wear barrettes to further push the idea of a dark femininity. Funny enough, uh, Courtney Love, who was Kurt Cobain's wife or girlfriend, uh, was also one of the uh, people to uh, popularize this style in women. (laughs) Though these styles are really about the people wearing them. I've already talked about some of the more well-known subcultures under the alt-fashion umbrella, but I think some more are definitely worth mentioning. I can't fit all of them into one episode, so I do urge you to look them up on your own time if you're interested. Some of my favorite alt-styles include the skater style, which I guess could be categorized under grunge in some capacity. Harajuku fashion is also one of my absolute favorites. (laughs) I love anything cyber-esque, but especially the cyber-Y2K style, which I like a lot of the Y2K styles, so that checks out. I find myself liking a lot of color blocking with what people call clowncore as well. (laughs) Personally, I identify my style as being a mix of grunge and Y2K fashion trends. Think Rocker Older Brother in a 2000s coming-of-age movie, and you've pretty much got it spot on. (laughs) So, to recap, alternative fashion subcultures are vast topics with a lot of overlap. It's impossible to capture the nuance and quirks of each style and each style's substyle within a podcast episode. Though, if you want to learn more about alt-fashion and hear from the people wearing it, subscribe to Closet Casualty. You can find it on Spotify, Transistor, Apple Music, and more. Thank you so much for listening. Next episode, we'll get into the anatomy of an alternative outfit. Stay safe, dress up, see ya.